Hey everybody, it's your host, Sita here, and this is part two of my interview with my good friend Ava, and just sorry for the delay and everything, there's just been a lot going on, I'm rescheduling my routines, I'm having to organise interviews and talks with people, and way different time schedules, English lockdown, success, and yeah, so, sorry about the mishmash of times and uh, my head being up my arse, really, is all I can say. So I'm sorry for that, folks. But here is part two. You gotta, we gotta at least post that picture with this. Uh, I'm gonna post. An, I'm gonna take a picture of that tree, and I'm gonna use that as the cover. I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got to. Um, but you know, I remember. Um, I'm not quite sure how we met during the pandemic, but. Uh, oh, uh, you know, we, we were, we had friends of friends and you made a comment who wants this sticker. And I said, I do. Yeah. And you said you were going to send me some and, uh, I know they're on their way. And, uh, you know, we became friends from that point forward. And then you were like, I'm thinking of doing a podcast and I was very supportive of the deal. And just from who I am as a person and my struggles and other people in my life that have struggled and respecting your privacy, I just knew that you were different than other people. And so I wanted to reach out to you and encourage you in things that you wanted to do and not let your fear of doing them stop. And so I was always there encouraging you to do the podcast. And, you know, this has really taken on a life of its own. And that's another form of Seva, believe it or not you know, is giving people the support that they need to flourish. Yep. You know? Um, and so, I mean, there's not a lot of choices we have in a pandemic when we're locked down and forced to stay inside our houses. Um, but we do have a choice on what we think in our minds and what actions we do during the daytime. Now, you know, I'm a fairly transparent person. You know, I uh, suffer from PTSD and depression and I have to watch my PTSD triggers. And I had a couple this week uh, luckily I recovered from them fairly faster than normal. I'm glad. And my sister had a great idea. You know, she said, you know, when I get into my head and start reliving those triggers and being pissed off, reach down to my cell phone and get to my stopwatch and put five minutes on it. And at the end of five minutes, get out of my head and get into my body and do something healthy a yoga set, exercise, play with my dogs, you know, do something else. So, I mean, if 
if you do want to read the negative news that is out there, and there's a hell of a lot of it, set a stopwatch. Yeah. You have control over what you invite into your mind. 100%. And a good friend yeah. of mine always said, you know, uh, about your mind, you know, why do you give shit free real estate in your mind? <laughs> you know, and I love that term, you know. I yeah, mean, you might as well uh, charge it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Makes money off of it. So we have choices and there are plenty of opportunities to spend our time during the daytime doing positive things that impacts other people's lives around the world right now in a unique way through Zoom. And when you do selfless service, let's let's get into the Let's take this a step further. If you're into Eastern mysticism and the Eastern spirituality, true enlightenment comes when you burn off your negative karma. Mm -hmm. And one of the fastest ways to burn off karma is doing selfless acts of kindness, yep. which is seva. And, you know, good friends of mine have said, why do you do so much saving? And I said, shit, if you knew the shit I've done in my lifetime, I got a hell of a lot of karma to burn off. <laughs> you know, and, and I say that for laughter, you know, obviously, but um, part of it's true. You know, we all have karma we got to burn off. Mm, but also to me, helping people helps me not in just like it, in a physical well what it makes me feel good and i mean it's not just it it, it sounds a bit selfish saying like i help people to help myself but no like consequently from helping others you will feel good because it feels nice to make people happy and then when other people are happy it makes you happy it's a chain reaction of happiness Yeah. And I mean, you know, suffering from depression, I have to keep that at bay. Mm. Um, thankfully, you know, there are happy pills out there that help, <laughs> you know, as I call them, um, you know, but finding the right happy pill that matches with your, your body's chemistry is not so easy. No. Um, I, I found the ones that work with me. And that's good. I'm glad. Um, you know, um, but depression is something that I have. And, you know, once again, I like to laugh about depression. I There was a Monty Python movie that had a character named the Fat Bastard. <laughs> you know, number one, you got to love someone whose name is the Fat Bastard. <laughs> and, you know... He said, I ate because I'm depressed and I'm depressed because I eat. <laughs> you know, it's this loop, you know, you, you got to stop the loops, man, that can keep you in the rut. And 
if you have depression, the best thing that you can do is help someone else because the joy that you get of seeing someone who's seeing the joy in that seven-year-old boy's face by just taking photographs was worth it for me to get over my fear of taking the camera off my neck and fear of it getting stolen and fear of it getting broken and letting it bring so much joy to someone who's obviously had a lot of trauma in their young life yeah to see the smile and when i left he buried his head into my stomach and cried that i was leaving i bet and to have those type of connections in the world you know i you know donald trump could be on one side of me with a million dollars or that kid crying and hugging me with all the strength he had and i would have kept the kid crying you know million dollars wouldn't have done nothing yeah you know it's just paper and ink seriously why why do people get so worked up over money it's a mental game it, it's a fantasy that people have put into your mind it's paper with ink yep. only our minds make up its value and when the government says oh our economy is not doing good we're going to put a trillion more of these on the market every one of them that you have in your pocket just went down by a trillionth. <laughs> so that means however many times they've done that, it's by now they're worthless. So, you know, what's money? Come on, folks. It's you know? things of material value regarding trade were always things deemed rare or inaccessible do you know how accessible a one dollar bill is <laughs> because mean, there's trillions the, of them printed now it, back that, that, in the olden days man the king that took his sword and cut the head off of the other king gathered up all the other king's money and minted his own coins melted it down restumped it and you had to buy his coins. Yep. So, I mean, come on. Money is worthless. It's a con we've been literally buying into. Yeah. We got to help each other. Yep. We come into the world the same way. We leave in the same way. And we can't take any of it that we think we can gain with us the only thing we leave is literally the things that affect others that are going to be alive past us so uh, like the majority of the time these kings and pharaohs and stuff that tried to hoard all this money thinking they're going to be known as 
the greatest no they've been known as these rich assholes that like to hide a load of treasure and that's what they'd be remembered by they're not remembered as this glorious thing because they didn't help people but if you help people and you create good things in life then you are remembered in the afterlife in a way because you've left a mark of positivity on the physical realm and it all goes back to what i said when i was a young boy talking to god audibly hearing his voice saying prayers and wanting the friends that i had left up in heaven that were waiting to be reincarnated to let them know i still remembered them mm. i see you you know yeah. and being friends of the ones that didn't have friends and protecting we all had each other's back laid the foundation for a life of giving back to others um even working the concerts with these people that were deemed stars one of the first things that i did when they got off their buses and were walking to their rooms you know their um what do you call them their you know the stage rooms yeah you know backstage yeah. rooms you know um green room i would say do you need coffee do you need water do you need anything right now and they said no man i'm fine couple of them would say, man, you know, a cup of coffee right now would really be good. And I'd say cream and sugar, you know, and, I, you know, I was there to serve them. Yeah. And, and they remembered that. They remembered me, you know, and several times, you know, halfway through a their song set they'd say i don't know who the cat was but man i can tell you when i got off that bus today he asked me if i wanted coffee this town is the most friendliest town i've ever been in <laughs> and i would be smiling backstage no one in the world would know it was me but i did yeah you know um i've always been that person i've always wanted to serve yeah not because i wanted to be recognized it's just if we serve others our needs are met and it's like a banking system if i want my needs met then I need to be putting into the bank of needs by meeting other people's needs on a daily basis that I come across. Yep, that's the true currency. And I had a job that paid me once $135,000 a year. And at the end of the year, when the accountant did my taxes, he called me on the phone and said, I'm halfway through your 
deal and do you gave away 85% of your income <laughs> and I went hey, yeah probably and he's like are you nuts <laughs> and I said man I drive 1500 miles a day in my job I could die at any moment. So whatever I have in savings, what good would that do me? Very true. Very true. And if I read in the paper that somebody's house had burnt down and they were poor and had no savings, I would call a local bank and say, do you know anyone in town that's collecting money for this family? And they'd say, yeah, this bank down the road is. And I'd say, who's the contact over there? And I would call them and say, can I put you in touch with my bank so that there can be an automatic wire transfer immediately? Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to have my banker. It's this person's name from this state. I'm from out of state. He'll be calling you in the next 10 minutes. And then I'd call my personal banker and say, hey, call this guy, send $10,000 immediately for this family. Yeah. And you know what my banker always said? And Mr. Maxey, as always, you want this to be totally anonymous, correct? <laughs> They're not to know who I am. Yep. I don't need to thank you note. I, why do I need to thank you note? I know what I did. You know what you did. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I'm not doing this for a thank you note. They need a new house. They need clothes on their backs. Yep. They don't have time to write me a thank you note. And I don't need to thank you. Um, I had trouble at one hotel I was staying at and I talked to the manager and I said, my, I'm not a pressy person, but I'm on the road every day. And when I come back to my room, I just want it cleaned. I want fresh towels. I want to be able to sit down on a bed that's been made so that I can mess it up. If it's already messed up, then why do I need to lay down in it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I said, I, I need a new cleaning person. And they and a hotel clerk said, All right, I, I know someone. And the next day, my my room was spotless, immaculate. So I left $20. And I said, if this room can look like this every week, I'll leave you, you know, 20 to $40 every week as a tip. Yeah. And she cleaned my room for the rest of the time that I was there. And she got $40 a week. Because it meant nothing to me when you're making $135,000 a year. Yeah. You know, um, when I had to leave, 
I wanted to give her a hundred dollar tip and I asked the clerk the night before I said be sure to send that cleaner down in the morning I want to give her a tip because I'm leaving and I loaded up everything in my car and she wasn't there so I get on the phone I called front desk and I say hey did you tell the cleaning girl to come down to my room yeah but you need to come to the front desk and there was an envelope and it said Mr. Maxie and I said what's up I said she couldn't come down to see you in person or she would have just been a sobbing mess and I had a hundred dollar bill and I said all right be sure she gets this I gotta leave so when I got to where I was going about 18 hours later um, I get settled in and I remembered I had that envelope and I opened it up and she said, I'm sorry, I couldn't come down to meet you in person, but if I did, I would have cried. Hmm. What you don't realize is I don't make a lot of money as a hotel cleaner. And your extra $40 a week meant that I could buy baby food for my child. My child did not go hungry during the time I cleaned your room. Every week I got the $40, I immediately went to the store and bought baby food so my baby could eat. Without that $40, my baby would have went hungry. Yeah. And... I got a little pissed off because I was like, well, shit, if she would have told me that in the beginning, I would have been giving her 40 fucking dollars every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're like. But, you know, um, that's the way I've lived my life. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not about me. It's about others. Hmm. And as a journalist, I've also found that doing stuff for others, I can always find an interesting human interest story to write about. Hmm. Yep. People are interesting, no matter what. Incredible. Everyone has though. a story. Yeah reasons i wanted to do i want to do this podcast because i like interview you don't have to be anyone i want i just like sharing people's stories because like anyone can share something of value i believe even if they're a really evil toxic horrible human being even if you're listening to them you might find something i mean yeah a good example <laughs> A good example to me is Charlie Manson. If, no matter how crazy and insightful towards violence he was, he did have some nuggets of wisdom. And I'm not going to like say Hitler was a good person, but he was good at art. Everyone kind of, every person I believe has a quality 
that can be brought forward in a positive light, I believe. The Guru Granth Sahib for the Sikhs is an ex excellent example, is you can spend your life dancing with Maya, which is, you know, even in Buddhism, you know, Maya is this mythical creature of bad karma and bad juju and all the elements of greed, lust, and, you know, yeah. anger that she makes it look real pretty and you want to dance with her, you're dancing with Maya, but you're dancing with bad karma. Or we can spend our life doing, you know, centering our minds and being at peace, which is for Sikhs, the non-duality and ridding our minds of ego and merging with Ekankar. Mm. And, you know, that's not so easy. As I said, even still, you know, I have issues of, you know, as I said earlier, you know, how quick and easy it is for me to pull up someone's Facebook page and start judging them on their looks. You know, they're skinny, too fat, frumpy, you know, my God, why, 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 <laughs> why, why does it matter? They're a child of God. Yeah. What really matters is there's God inside them. Why don't I focus on that instead of the puppet that's on the outside? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're human. We make mistakes, but. I was telling someone the other day, you know, Ekankar created all of us. Ekankar is the primal God, the one God, hmm. God of God, you know, just the primal one. I love that. The primal one. Uh, if it was so easy to merge with Ekankar and be at one with God, then there would absolutely be no reason for God to have created the human form. Yep. It'd be, you know, it's, we, we wouldn't be experiencing any of this now because yeah. it'd be that simple. And I've loved philosophy in college and i've loved it throughout my life i love philosophy and one of the age-old philosophical questions even from you know aristotle and you know everyone is what is man and what is the purpose of life and yeah you know you, you once you fully understand the Guru Granth Sahib, it's we come to this world. This world was created, Earth, to burn off our karma from previous lives. And if we can lessen our karma in this life, we can burn off our other karma 
and merge with Ekankar and stop the cycle of reincarnation. But if we get caught up in the bullshit, we just get to keep coming back. It's kind of like being on a roller coaster that never stops. Yeah. You know, George Carlin used to say, you know, he'd go to an airline and say, I need to book a flight from Los Angeles to here. And the stewardess would say, well, do you want this to be a nonstop flight? And he'd say, fuck no, I want the airline to stop. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know, no, I want it to land. Stop. It needs to stop. The joy is in it ending because you can look back on it if it doesn't end it gets boring could you imagine i've watched people on videos try and like outlast other people on roller coasters and it doesn't end in a very very fun way as when you started (laughs) no it doesn't not unless you just enjoy emptying your stomach all over the place exactly um but the heart of the matter is selfless service Mm. i mean what a better gift to give someone is to lighten their load you know yeah and you said you've taken langa before so i mean do you know the name of the person that served you don't this was when i was really 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 young before i even really knew of sikhism itself so okay so perfect example selfless service you you don't remember that person's name um the person serving you doesn't say hi my name's bob remember that my name's bob and i'm feeding you it's bob today that's feeding you so remember it bob fed you today yeah that's not selfless service no not that's ego yeah and no one in today's age performing langa takes the time of scooping out the food and putting it on your plate is in their other hand is holding the pot so there's no place to put a camera to take a selfie of them feeding you nope you know yeah um selfless service is selfless and that's one of the reasons why when i had money I gave it away anonymously. I, uh, you know, I don't, it's more fun to give money away anonymously than it is to get your name in the paper that you gave money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's more fun that the new kids that 10 years later are being put into that group home in that shanty town in South Africa that is probably still getting free ice cream on Saturday, doesn't know my name, but the story is, yeah, there was one guy that asked this guy to come in and that's why you're getting free ice cream. Yeah. It's a, I'm a nameless person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the poorest of the poor 
And I'm like, why is there an ice cream truck in this town? <laughs> like, what the hell? And you if know? you weren't there. Yeah. And I didn't have money, but there was a multimillionaire that couldn't go. But they could find people like me that could go. Yeah. You know. So selfless service in a pandemic is easy. It's just, it's your choice whether you're going to plug in and get caught up in the fear and get caught up in the negativity or spend your time doing positive things that impact this planet and yeah. impact people's lives. It's your choice. Yeah, it's it, that's what people need to realize. It's it's your choice. It, like we've it, we've been given a different kind of free. A lot of people are moaning that we've, we're not free anymore in a lockdown, but because of not having to work, especially in places like England, I know it's a lot harder in America. There are a lot of people that are just can live off money that's being given from the governments right now. So there has been given a different kind of freedom of time and have a habit because if any if if there's any time to reinvent yourself for a better person, it's now. You you buy you can buy yourself. You've got your mind to yourself. You can just do what you you want to do in your space. It's a blessing and a curse lockdown, but if people can focus on the blessing and utilize it, it can make this lockdown a lot better for so many people, not just the individual. Correct. So I'm looking at the time. We've been on well over two hours. Yeah, that's beautiful. What I can do is a rough sum up now with you, brother, if you want to. Well, you know, I just think that each of us make mistakes. Each of us have flaws. Um, we got to love ourselves first. Yeah. yeah. And part of loving ourselves or accepting where we are in the present moment. And wherever we are there's always hope yeah and that hope should drive us to bring hope to others and even in a pandemic and even after the pandemic we still have choices that we can see the humanity in each other uh, we may not agree philosophically on the same things but we can look into each other's eyes and say, I see you. I see you as a human being. Yeah. And if there's a need and you have the ability to fill that need, do it and then move on. Yeah. And don't linger past that because if you're lingering past that, you're kind of looking for self adulation you know a bit of overstaying your welcome yeah yeah take care of the need and go on um also 
if you're a type of person that doesn't accept help well, learn to let others help you. Hmm. Even when you're helping others, there may be someone that walks right behind you helping them that can help you. So be aware of that. And let's just, let's make 2021 the year of recognizing the humanity in each other. Yeah. Let's break down these barriers that separate us. Yeah. It, it, it should no longer be a, an, an American issue or a, a, a black issue. It's, it's a human issue. All these issues affect all of us. Exactly. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing to say, brother. So I'm going to end this episode of Plant Compassion here. Seriously, Deva, thank you because you've given me, and don't mean this in any offense to you, Adrian, an aged insight to life and experienced insight to life, spanning from a different point of view than what I've previously been able to publicize because you've spoken uh, about your upbringing is very different from what I had and the way that you've done Saber has been very different than I have so having someone long-standing and active and someone who's truly been selfless like you it's been truly beautiful to hear the things you've been doing and I hope more people can be inspired by the the, 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 the Saber that you've done can pass on you know thank you again man it's been beautiful so again thank you everyone for listening to plant compassion and if you can follow the links down below i will post links to the beautiful deva and our group and bye